Hi, 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 YBN family. I'm so excited to be back after the last episode, rising back up. Oh my god, a lot of people were texting me that after episode was amazing. This is my best one yet. I love everything you said. I can relate that. So many things that you guys have been saying. And I've been so, I'm literally so excited about how you guys have engaged in this thing. Unfortunately, I can't, I don't even know how to, um, how to, how to like know how many people are listening on Apple Music. I don't know how to do it here. Maybe later I'll check. But I know that a lot of you are listening there too. And I wish I could see the numbers. I'll have to go and learn how to do that thing, honestly, because I, I really want to know. But thank you guys so much for engaging. Thank you so much. Um, and this episode, this episode is titled Twisted Narrative. Ha! Such a powerful title, if you ask me. And of course, I'm here with some amazing guests that will be speaking with me because I already told you guys I will be coming alone often i'll be bringing people from time to time to talk and i mean powerful men and women of god people of wisdom people that can act i know that when they are speaking they are speaking from the word they're not just speaking based on mere feelings so after so much hyping and everything let me finally introduce my guest i'm going to start by introducing special iron man (laughs) My amazing, amazing cosmic friend, sister in the Lord, everything, everything, just mention it, everything. Special is someone that um, I, 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 I am in a community with, and you know, I've seen her, I've seen her, I see how she's living life, and I'm just wild every time. I'm just wild. So special, please. Kindly tell the YBN family hi and introduce yourself some more. Thank you for the introduction. (laughs) Hi, YBN family. I'm happy to be here. Like she said, my name is Special. I'm her classmate because we are both in the same course, Mass Communication in Babcock University. And I'm very, very glad to be here to share the word of God with you guys. Mm, thank you thank you ma thank you my special special thank you then ah our next guest our she calls herself ah, what does she call herself again she calls herself the light bearer hey the light bearer woman of god woman of everything guys the next person i'm going to be introducing is a very brown our woman of god light bearer hi guys my name is Iberi and <laughs> as you guys have already heard my name is actually just Iberi Iberi G Brown and I'm excited to be here on the YBN podcast and yeah <laughs> let's see uh, what going to do I'm sorry I'm actually so excited that I brought these two people together these are two forces yes they are two forces literally and 
coming together i just know that this episode is going to be one of my most energetic episodes because these people are two fiatic women and i pray that god helps us as we start so before we start talking like in depth i'd like Iberi to just say a short prayer for so wherever you are please close your eyes as you pray okay in jesus name amen the mighty name of jesus amen Amen. holy spirit we honor you holy spirit we reverence you holy spirit we know that you are here lord we ask that everything we say on this podcast first we thank you we thank you for this beautiful day this special day that you have made we thank you for the opportunity to gather again as believers as friends as sisters to talk about the word of god and most importantly to bring people into the alignment of your word lord we pray that as we talk as we have these conversations there's going to be discernment there's going to be your power and most importantly we're going to be at peace we're going to have a beautiful time in your presence and this is going to be something that people are going to watch and be inspired people are going to watch and learn much more about your word people are going to watch and not be confused people are going to watch and actually know that christianity is so beautiful that there's a lot to actually learn from this beautiful session that your servant Rina has discipled herself to bring forth to this world Thank you, Holy Spirit, for in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Iberi, for that wonderful, wonderful prayer. Um, I'm like I said, I'm so excited you guys are here because you guys are people that I have watched and I have noticed that you guys there's no way I would mention special or mention Iberi and not mention the word wisdom. There's so much wisdom in your lifestyle, in everything. And I'm so, I feel honored that you actually accepted to be a part of this. Iberi is someone that I speak about often on my podcast, actually. I'm always mentioning Iberi, Iberi, Iberi. So you guys, the Iberi, the popular Iberi, finally here. Hey. <laughs> um, so, like I said, we're going to be talking about twisted narratives. What, um, a narrative is uh, for me, a narrative is the way a story is told. The, a narrative is a is the way something is, right? And imagine twisting the way a story is told, right? That is what we now. That's what I mean by twisted narrative. I don't know if I explained this well, mm. but yeah, in the Bible, it is said that we should read the Bible in context. You know, you mm. can read the Bible different situations. You can read a verse for anxiety and read that same verse for fear and read that same verse for anger as long as you keep reading it in context right and it's totally fine the bible a bible passage can mean a thousand things to you and it is good but it becomes wrong when you begin to use a bible you begin to intentionally read a bible passage or generally just the word of god in the wrong context especially to justify your sin or to justify something bad that you are doing so for me that's what twisted narratives are you know bible passages that are co- are commonly misused bible passages that people are now using to justify literally evil things that they are doing 
especially in this generation today before you talk one they hit you with one bible verse and they are just like really like are you being serious right now is that what that bible verse means you understand so for me that's what twisted um narrative that's what i'm bringing to you guys in this episode but um i would like to know Iberia, what does the word or what do the words twisted narrative mean to you in con in context of what we're talking about today okay well um i like to say this thing before i speak which is holy spirit speak through me so holy spirit actually speak through me well i feel like on the context in the context of twisted narrative just like the name is twisted you hear something and you interpret it the exact same way it's not supposed to you kind of like just use your own understanding to interpret certain things and I think we do that a lot of times but then like there are certain concepts that shouldn't be interpreted using your own understanding I believe that everything in general like everything in life should be interpreted using the bible so when you try to interpret things using your own understanding then mm-hmm. i feel like that's just when the whole concept of twisted narrative just comes in place when we try to understand things on our own whether it's even biblical or it's not even biblical like just everything in general when we just try to understand it with our own understanding i guess mm-hmm. that's what twisted narratives can uh, mean to me mm-hmm. okay so before we continue i just want to say this i am currently at school with four siblings three siblings and a mother that is calling them up and down. Special is also <laughs> at home. A very is, is in school with some room about five to I think four to five roommates or something. So please, if you hear any background noise, as long as it does not disrupt what we are doing, please bear with us. We promise to be better. We promise, yes, and it's because we are not we're not like meeting physically, so we have no choice. Even if I had a yeah. microphone they will still be able to use it because we're not meeting physically so please guys um bear with us just try to focus on the actual message okay and we hope that things will get better over time thank you so special what do twisted narratives in what way can you explain twisted narratives to my listeners now okay i think for me twisted narratives are like a wrong perception or understand yeah. something yeah. so it's like one plus one is equals to two and me now i know that one plus one is equals to two because i've learned mathematics and i know that if i add one and one together it's going to give me two but mm-hmm. somebody that's in their own mind in their own thinking or because of what maybe their environment has told them they will now feel that one plus one is equals to five based on their own experiences. Yeah. And that is because they have not seen it from the right perspective of their or they are not they have not gotten like the right understanding of that particular thing. Mm-hmm. So it's just a wrong perception or understanding of a thing. And I think it's because people actually we as human beings, we can't know everything and we can't especially know the truth about life, about this world or thing that is major mm-hmm. because i think it's because most people haven't yet like 
accepted Jesus Christ, like obviously, because in the Bible, Jesus Christ said that He's the way, the truth, and the mm-hmm. life. Like, so I think that was just a major cause of like twisted narratives. And I think any other thing shall go further, we'll talk more about it rather as we go further. Um, okay, so for me, right, there are two ways I, I would, there are two reasons why I would say someone would have a twisted narrative, especially when it comes to the word of God. Number one is if. Number one is if the person intentionally does not want to tell themselves the truth. Mm. Do you understand? Yeah. That's number one. Number two is if they are around people that continually lie to them. For instance, mm. you are depending on only the thing that you hear from your pastor, but unfortunately your pastor is teaching you the wrong thing. Yeah. Or you have friends and every time they say a particular bible passage they are saying it from their own wrong perception so mm. automatically you inherit that perception from them mm. and yeah. you carry the twisted narrative with you do you understand mm-hmm. so those mm-hmm. are the i feel people would have um twisted narratives like, going further i would like us to i would like you guys to tell me some or maybe one commonly misused bible verse that you think the whole narrative of that bible verse has been completely twisted as in people are misusing misusing it nowadays please um Eberi, i'd like to start with you. okay okay personally right when you told me about this topic i was like okay I was going to do a little research. So I did this small mini research and I was just like, okay, Holy Spirit, please help me. Because I'm currently in school. So it wasn't really easy for me to kind of like navigate all of this. But then I just said, okay, Holy Spirit, which verse do you think people actually misinterpret? Because I feel like we misinterpret a lot of verses, but none was actually coming to mind. And then I remember this particular verse, which is, everyone is always saying it, do not awaken love before it's timing. Do not awaken love before it's time. Mm. And like, I've, I was, I've been talking to the Holy Spirit about this verse, and it what was like, okay. What Bible verse is that? Yeah, I'm going towards that. I'm going towards it. I'm going to exactly see where it is. So, basically, um, Songs of Songs 8, verse 4, that is, Promise me, O women of Jerusalem, not to awaken love until the time is right. Holy Spirit, speak through me. And this verse actually appeared three times in Songs of Songs. In Songs of Songs 8 verse 4, Songs of Songs 3 verse 5, Songs of Songs 2 verse 7. And if you read it in the MSG version of Songs of Songs 8 verse 3 to 4, it says, imagine, this is actually a bit spicy, so I w- I'm getting somewhere, please, for the, view- <laughs> for the listeners. Imagine his left hand cradling my head his right arm around my waist well let me warn you sisters in jerusalem don't excite love don't stir it up until the time is ripe and you are ready mm-hmm. and personally i believe in this generation we have this twisted path of love we have this perception that like it's okay to have a boyfriend it's okay to have a girlfriend when you haven't found your purpose 
you don't know who you are you don't know your identity as a christian you don't know your path you don't even know whether or not this life that you are living is yours to live you you don't know anything whatsoever about that you're just like um in your heart you're just like well this is this is my life to live and i'm so sorry i got so distracted i'm sorry um basically what the holy spirit told me is that if you haven't found your purpose you should awaken love if you first start by finding your purpose as a christian before you awaken love and that's just the truth about the matter if you don't know your identity as a christian if you don't know what you're currently doing on this earth if you haven't given your life to christ you should awaken love because that is the first step i know a lot of people may not want to hear this a lot of people in their hearts they might be like um i can i've already i already have a relationship for the past you know i've been dating this person for a very long time and he treats me well and all of that but if you haven't discipled yourself as a christian if you haven't found your purpose if you don't know your right from your wrong based off the word you shouldn't be in a relationship and that's what the holy spirit was interpreting to me because i feel like a lot of believers have interpreted this verse in wrongly yeah very very wrongly so yeah Mm. me i've not actually like encountered this verse like before i don't think i've even ever read any book from songs of songs or songs of solomon like i don't think i have but thank you so much this is new to me i don't know if it's new to the listeners but i definitely know that someone has learned something today thank you so much Iberi. i really love what you just said when it comes to relationships it is it is very important to for me eh, personally it is very important to train yourself and get to a particular a very high spiritual level before you decide mm. to share your attention with people eg being in a relationship or even certain friendships or certain associations very- even certain fellowships there is a way you should train your own self first before you start to divide your attention with anything at all. Do you understand? So, when we see Bible verses, let's not use them to be justifying some wrongdoing. Let's instead pray to God to let us understand and interpret the verses correctly so that we don't end up using them for the wrong things and, and um, using it to slip away from the will of god for our lives thank you so much Iberi, for that i i appreciate thank you so much um special do you have any commonly misused verse for us today um yes i do and the verse is from i think is the most commonly misused verse me and Wina, we have had a conversation about this and yeah. which is yeah <laughs> the most commonly misused verse i'm sure they can give an award to this verse to be like the most yeah. commonly misused yeah okay. so it's from the book of matthew chapter 7 from verse 1 to 3 and it says do not judge and criticize and condemn others unfairly with an attitude of self-righteous superior superiority as though assuming the office of a judge so that you will not be judged unfairly. For just as you hypocritically judge others, 
so will you be judged and in accordance with your standard of measure judgment will be measured to you mm. why do you look at the speck that is in your brother's eye but do not mm. notice and acknowledge the log in your eye so mm. i'm going to be approaching this verse in three parts mm. the first part i'm going to um, address it to people that are still in sin or like they are still choosing sin I think that's the right word. They are still deliberately choosing sin. And they are using this verse to justify their wrong actions. And what I want to say is, please don't justify your sin. Because at the end of the day, sin is not something like what's justifying. Like, it's not something you should beat your chest about and be like, oh, I'm proud I'm doing this. Because at the end of the day, it's not benefiting you both spiritually and physically. Mm-hmm. In the spiritual sense, you're unknowingly putting yourself in a bondage. Mm-hmm. I think there's a particular verse in the book of Romans. I think Romans chapter 6 or so. If it's not Romans chapter 6, it's shared in the book of Romans. That talks about how if people are following like the lust of their flesh or they are following the desires of their flesh, that they are unknowingly putting themselves under slavery. That because they have unknowingly, like, or rather the sin has unknowingly to them, they don't know. But the sin knows, obviously, because the sin has something behind it, which is devil. And the sin has become like their master. They can't do without it. There's people that take drugs, people that are addicted to certain habits or certain actions. They are slaves to that particular practice unknowingly. In their head, they are enjoying it, but they don't know that it's slavery. Including social media, too. Exactly, babes. I think like with with the way the world has progressed, and there are a lot of things that are more normalized, mm-hmm. and and they are they are very common actually. Apart from like the major smoking and whatnot and promiscuity and the rest, you get mm-hmm. there are other ones that we do normally, and they are very yeah. common, but we can't see them because of like how modernized our world is now. Yeah. But yeah, but like moving forward. It's just for you to just um, stand up for the truth and be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself because at the end of that day, that thing is no, it's no mistake. There are people that are at the top now that you look at them, you look at their lifestyle, and they're like, "Oh, this person is doing this, and he or she has money, he or she is successful, he or she." They will tell you that deep down, they are not happy. Deep down, they are not really fulfilled. Because success is not just like attaining wealth or these material things or like recognition from the world. There is a bigger success which is your having an identity in Christ, following God, following His precepts. That's when you live the real life. There's a podcast I listen to called um, Soft Life Through Christ. And when you start their podcast, they will tell you it's the only way to live a soft life. So whatever perception that you had about living a soft life or living a good life mm-hmm. is most likely might be a twisted narrative mm-hmm. by the devil. Yeah. So it's just for you to just look at it from another perspective, which is why we're and I am hoping for other episodes too, so that we can address other um, twisted narratives that are so yeah. common to us. Are you are you asking for <laughs> a part two? Yes, so, I'm asking. <laughs> I'm asking. Okay. It's the same okay, as no 
you guys should be expecting a part two very soon very very soon oh. very soon and hopefully <laughs> they will be able to join us too <laughs> okay special you can continue now all right so yeah like what i was saying is not really the soft life and i beg of you i beg that Um, special. I think something is wrong with her. Mm-hmm. Her network. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, she may join. She may join back. But let's just continue. So, the next um, question was, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, there's something. So, there's something yeah. that special said. That I feel like we should progress on. Okay. Do you mind? Yeah, no, no. You can talk about it. Okay. Um, she said something about the fact that, you know, soft life as Christians and all that good stuff. But do you think we as Christians we kind of like put out the wrong motive sometimes in terms of trying to say, Oh, this there's so much soft life. Do you get like do you think people misinterpret soft life to be the fact that you don't sacrifice as a Christian. Because you know we're talking about Christian and mm-hmm. you know there's soft life in Christianity but there's a lot of sacrifice too as well. And I believe mm-hmm. that we as Christians we kind of like tend to say oh soft life, soft life but we don't tell people that there are sacrifices you have to make. So mm-hmm. in the real sense it feels like people are getting <laughs> It feels a like they are being attracted, yes, attracted to something that they don't really know what it's about. Yeah, like but then you know this whole twisted narrative thing isn't even just about twisting the Bible passage. Exactly. There it can be so twisting the lifestyle. Exactly. Yeah, there are so many narratives that can be twisted. As, as long as it's about being a believer, as long as it's about Jesus Christ, anything yeah. can be twisted. And yeah. um special what we're doing is we're was progressing on what you said about um soft soft life life. life. she said she said something about people you know christians nowadays portray they are trying to always convince people that you can be a christian and still live soft life exactly now people begin to twist it to think that christianity Mm. is also um something that you can come and just flex Mm. and be comfortable yeah. We don't portray the it's other sacrifice. Yeah. The sacrifices that we make, mm. the long praying hours, mm. the part where you have to the part of denial because there's mm. a lot of exactly. denial. You deny friends, you deny your spouse and yeah, your because spouse spouse is like okay, you are denying your husband. But you <laughs> deny your your boyfriend, your girlfriend, you, you some people even deny school. I know mm. someone that someone that was mm. meant to go to a public school and mm. when she became a Christian, she started trying to make sure she goes to a private school. Not to say that private schools are the only places where you can find God. But then mm. she felt that the the reason why she wanted to go to that public school, right? Mm. Was it was it was because she wanted to go and be free. Mm. You understand? So she mm, had to deny deep. herself of that freedom. 
so there are so many things we also do now there are so many sacrifices we make and yeah um we don't we we, we don't portray these things enough because we are and that's the mistake christians make today and mm. that's another twisted narrative another yeah. twisted narrative is the fact that christians feel that because they are in they are trying to attract the world they yeah the world that's mm. the in my opinion. Yeah. But I feel like these are things that we will talk about in part two. For this episode, let's just focus on the Bible verses so that we don't so that this thing does not become too long and then people are not listening anymore. Yeah. Okay, ma, okay, ma. So okay, ma. um special, you can continue. Do you remember what you were saying? And do you want to continue? Yes, I actually remember. And please okay. you guys, I'm so sorry. What <laughs> like <laughs> anyway? The whole soft life stuff, like what Wina said, we can discuss more about that because that was mm-hmm. not like the angle I was referring to. And like as you guys have already said, that thing is actually so common, especially these mm-hmm. days with our mm-hmm. like Gen Z um, mm-hmm. people, like our Gen Z age mates. There's a lot of like twisting to it. Yes, and yeah. people to try to remove that aspect. But there are certain mm. things that you cannot just like remove because that's like the real relationship with God. Like there's mm. no two responses. People just try to like sugarcoat it and present it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Just that's so that people will like draw to it. But mm. that's not it, you guys. But if you talk more about that so that mm. you guys know and like when you're choosing God, you're choosing God from the bottom of your heart. Mm. One of the you're not just you're not just looking for the Christian aesthetic <laughs> because now that's what it has become on TikTok. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So I think we'll talk more about that on like another episode, like this. Yeah, part two. So, yes, yeah, so part two. So okay. like Yeah, um moving forward, like what I was saying, that we should just we should not like use this scripture. So, although, like, there are definitely some Christians that actually judge people, and I'm going to address that because I said that, like, the Bible verse I'm sharing is in two parts, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. I'm going to definitely address it also Christians or people that are in the church concerning mm-hmm. Because I also know where people are coming from, why they always, like, bring out this verse to people that are in the church or people that are Christian. So I'll definitely address this. But it's not a means for you to justify your sin. Like what I was saying, sin is not something for you to justify at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So there's a particular verse that I want to read concerning like sin, which is Romans chapter 6 from mm-hmm. verse 12. Romans chapter 6 verse 12. And sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that ye mm-hmm. should obey it in the loss thereof. Mm. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto mm. sin, but mm. yield yourselves unto God as mm. those that are alive from the dead, and mm. your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. Mm. Verse 14, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for mm. ye are not under the law, but mm. under God. So we are not we're not under the law anymore, we're under grace. And mm-hmm. this is what um the direction I was actually going towards when I was talking mm-hmm. about God's life. Mm-hmm. Because me myself, before I started becoming like very serious in my work with God, 
and mm. things like work on my mind and my relationship with God, I noticed mm. that there were a lot of like mm. enemy using to like have control over mm. me and oppress mm. me unknowingly. And most yeah. of especially in my mind, because mm. I was talking to someone earlier today about how I've dealt with like anxiety issues i used to be like a very like socially anxious person if i just mm. see a crowd of people my whole body be shaking that's mm. how bad it was and that's mm. why i like i always like staying on my own but i just thank god that god dealt dealt with that yeah. and now i speak yeah. to each other differences so one was um inferiority complex Mm. Yes, I did not see myself as somebody that was like up there. I was, I didn't see myself as an eat girl. <laughs> in quotes, <laughs> <very funny now. laughs> I didn't see myself as that. But later on, while I still like um, um, getting serious with my work with God, the Holy Spirit mm. like showed me these things and He dealt mm. with them. And I didn't mm. even know at that time, would you guess? Like, I thought I was living my life normally. And I think my flesh was now even like, how would I say it? It wasn't definitely your flesh will not help you. It's only the spirit that will help you, which is like the Holy Spirit. Because yeah. you know, there's those days when you be feeling sad. Instead of mm. you to pray, now we know to pray or to read our Bible or to mm. work But before, I'll come and listen to sad music. I'll be listening to Adele. I'm going to say something about you. Know? <laughs> <laughs> now, <listen. laughs> I'm going to sing that song. I'll be listening to sad songs because I didn't know what to do. But now yeah. I know what to do, and anytime I pray, I feel so strong. I feel like a lion. I see if I can't see Yeah. You get <laughs> so like that's like the soft life I'm really telling you about. Just like the way verse 14 says, For sin shall not have dominion over you. I think mm. there's another scripture that talks about how we are more than conquerors, how greater is he that is in us than he that's mm. in the world. And because mm. of that, we have overcome the world and every single yeah. thing that is. Including mm. our mind, including those negative thoughts and whatever mm. thing that is oppressing us. Yeah. So that's the real soft life I'm talking about. I'll yeah. definitely expand more on like that whole soft life topic in the type episode. Then mm. moving forward to address like the people that are in the church that this verse is actually directed towards, and I'll explain mm. why. Because it says, do not judge and criticize and condemn others. I'm reading from the Amplified Version. I prefer Amplified because like, it goes in-depth and it really explains what that verse is talking about. So, and yeah, it also gives references to that particular scripture where it has been mentioned before. So, if you're having a hard time mm-hmm. reading the Bible, I recommend Amplified. Okay, it says, do not judge and criticize and condemn mm-hmm. others unfairly with an attitude of self-righteous superiority as though assuming the office of a judge so that you will not be judged unfairly and what i want to point out here is the part that amplified says because they put it in brackets do not judge and criticize and condemn others unfairly with an attitude of self-righteous superiority now twisted narrative is something of the mind because it is how like the definition i gave earlier it is how somebody perceives something or understands something and since it's mm. twisted it's obviously not in the right sense it's not in the mm. right um, sense so mm. since it's something of the mind 
what i want to point out here is the part that amplified said self-righteous superiority now that mm. self-righteous superiority is a kind of mindset that some christians unknowingly have it this is why like what i was saying before about how like holy spirit was bringing a lot of things to my knowledge that mm. that was like going on with me mentally but like i didn't know that one mm. i think talk about it too in another episode how there are a lot of things that are in our mind that we on we don't know about you get and they are not consistent with like the life that we are supposed to be living as mm. and mm. especially this one now that i'm pointing out the self-righteous superiority it, like people to judge others mm. and it's the wrong mindset it's the wrong narrative that has been accepted mm. And mm. it has been accepted out of like a deficient knowledge or like because they don't know something. That's what I mean by deficient knowledge. So what I mean is that because it sells self-righteous superiority. Now, if you know that you are already righteous, there is no need for you to use like a, a kind of action or like um, a kind of like conversation or share something that you're doing just to um, buttress that um, fact that you're righteous. Do you understand? It's like somebody that has money now that's a very wealthy person. The person does not need to stand on the road and tell you, ah, I have one millionaire in my account. Like they know that they have that one millionaire in their account and they don't need anybody to come and tell them or they don't need somebody to say, ah, it's true. I've seen this guy. You have seen his account before. He's saying the truth. Mm -hmm. Because they have confidence and they know that is what they have. So I'm also speaking for like speaking rather to Christians that we should know that we already have like that righteous nature in us and it has been given to us freely as a gift from Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And the verse to buttress that is the verse that talks about I don't know where it's from, but there's a particular verse that talks about how where the, we are the righteousness of God in Christ mm-hmm. Jesus. And I was ex- I'm talking to Winya in a former conversation that yeah. uh, if if how like the holy spirit interpreted that question that verse rather to me mm. was that is like he gave me the analogy of a woman that's giving birth to a child if yeah. the woman is like very very beautiful and she mm. gives birth to a child and that child is as beautiful as her anyway mm. they see that child they'll be like ah this child is the beauty of her mother do you understand sometimes yeah. most times they even refer to like me now i know i look like my mom like when my mom was like way younger so my mom's dad that's my grandpa he usually calls me like second patricia because my mom's name is patricia do you mm. get because i look exactly like my mom when she was mm. really really young so that is the same way that since jesus god rather is righteous we also have that righteous nature as children okay. of god and mm-hmm. as the verse says we are the righteousness of god in christ jesus that means mm-hmm. if they are looking for any other thing just like that analogy if they are looking mm-hmm. for any other thing to explain how beautiful that woman is they will point at the child so if they are looking for any other thing to to explain how righteous we are they will look mm-hmm. at us as children of god because mm-hmm. we are made in his likeness we are made in his image so mm-hmm. we are also righteous so that one now is just to like puncture that wrong mindset because the way like it is the direction it is towards is because they are unconsciously looking for something to affirm the fact that they are righteous because deep down they don't really feel like they are 
righteous like that mm. you get so they are looking for something to say that okay if this person is doing this thing me i'm like higher than this person mm. okay so they are using it to give themselves bragging rights that it exactly exactly oh my god wow exactly that like the analogy that i gave somebody like dangote now like he, he doesn't have to brag about his money because like he knows that he's rich and the money is sitting mm. comfortably in his account mm. you get mm. somebody that knows that they are righteous you don't need to like and you even see it from the fact that that righteousness is not you because mm. before there's nothing that while like the children of god in like the old testament used to like be under the law there was mm. nothing that they could do to give them that like righteousness that right standing hey. until okay. jesus christ came you mm. get i think there's a there's a paul talked about it in one of the i can't remember the particular book but mm. a particular book that paul wrote he talked about it how like mm. the law was unable to do it until jesus christ came yes. so do we even look at it as the fact that okay this righteousness is not my own thing it's something mm. that i've freely received from god because until we started changing our minds started accepting god and following his ways that's when we mm. began to shift away from that flesh nature we still becoming yeah. like very, very righteous. And mm. it wasn't us. Do you understand? Some things that we have moved past, when we look at it, we'll just be like, ah, it's just God that helped me move past this thing. Yeah. Do you understand? Like, you can't even explain it. There are people that they used to be drug addicts, they used to be addicted to porn- pornography and different stuff. And now mm. they can't just explain how they moved past it. So it wasn't us is not ourselves it's actually a free gift of god so somebody that has that kind of like understanding when you even see people that do stuff in a wrong way you rather pray for them so that they will walk into that life and continue to live that righteous life so they will not be under bondage again you won't just have that mindset of like <clears throat> self-righteous superiority so that's where i'm like coming from so and i feel to just conclude um the this particular verse okay i have one more thing to say after but let me just conclude like the address to like people that are in christ so it's just for you to like know your bible because it all points mm. back to the word of god do you guess mm. if like you really know your bible and like this verse that i explained now that the righteousness of god in christ jesus it continually rings in your head you understand you accept it and you just hold on to it in your heart you and you you really see and get that revelation out of it and it should definitely change the way you think and it will remove that twisted narrative completely so moving forward the next point that i want to say is that these twisted narratives is out of like a wrong like understanding is out of like believing lies basically which is like the lies of the enemy because like this fellow christian now they have believed something that that self-righteous superiority that was a mindset it didn't really come from them it was a suggestion from the devil mm. do you understand it was a suggestion from the mm. devil and it's because that person now did not know what god was saying about them in the word 
that's why that verse that talks about how my people perish because of the lack of knowledge yeah. although that person is not perishing now it can eventually mm. lead from them like drawing away from god because they will not have mm. this kind of like pride that kind of superiority mm. and instead of having a sincere walk with god they will start to do things for themselves they will even block off the voice of the holy spirit because they will think that oh i can do this by myself i don't need like mm. any kind of like suggestion so it's something that can eventually lead to like perishing that's why we should always like go back to our word because it's the word the word is the main sword of the spirit that can combat those lies and i can straighten out all those like twisted narratives there are a lot of things that we 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 didn't know about like or like we had a different opinion about when we were not close to god boys until we start opening our bibles and we now said ah this thing that they are saying ah see what's he saying in the bible like it's totally different is when we now open our Bible, we're now seeing God for 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 complete love. Instead, because some people that are not really like reading their Bible, like they're not really like that close with God like that. They see God as like this harsh person. They don't see like that closeness or somebody that they can actually have a relationship with. But it's until people like us now have opened our Bibles and we have not encountered the truth. We have not seen the main truth. So that mm. twisted narrative, it has gone. So, like, mm. I think, is this person I listen to? What's her name? Pastor Dolako PD. Pastor Dolako I follow. Mm. So, yes, there's mm. a particular person. Is it Pastor Dolako I follow? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> she, she has her own podcast, um, Early Morning Inspiration. Yeah. So, there's yeah. a particular series that she did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a series that she did called um, Battlefield of the Mind. Yeah, that was I think I need to go back to it. For real. For real. So I think that podcast series, the whole series, eh, I don't know how many like episodes it is, but like that whole podcast is back to feed up in mind. Please, you guys should go to this early morning inspiration with uh, Re- Pastor Repeaty. Yes, Repeaty, yes, yes, yes. Kai is so so powerful and it will puncture every twisted narrative to straighten it out. It's not be twisted, yeah. It's straighten it out. <laughs> so, yes, okay. The last point I'll say because I've spoken a lot. So, the last point I'll say to just round up what I have to say is the ending part of I think is in the chapter, the verse three rather of the Matthew mm-hmm. chapter seven that says, Why do you? look at the speck that is in your brother's eye but do mm. not notice and acknowledge the log in your own eye and mm. the um the direction that i want to um address this is from a book that i was reading i think the book was actually recommended in that um, battlefield of the mind mm. series in the early morning inspiration by pd the book is battlefield of the mind too but it's by joyce mayer she mm. talked about how she also read the book too, to like give her a lot of insights about the mind and soul. Mm. Mm. So there's a particular place in the book that Joyce Mia was talking about how she had like a negative outlook on things. So she was looking at situations very negatively instead of her to like anticipate a good outcome from a situation. Mm. In fact, her mind is already settled on the fact that that situation can go wrong. Mm. excuse me and that anything can actually happen 
like any bad thing can actually happen that's what her mind was set to do instead of like in a positive light or the fact that you can end positively and i'm saying this because i feel it's something that can affect our relationship with people now this best three can actually go like in different directions it can go in so many different but this is the direction i want to explain it because of something mm. that what I've read in that Joyce Meyer book and what I have also experienced. I'm going to be looking vulnerable too so that I can like share my experience with you guys so that we can all learn from it. So mm. that versus us looking at a speck in other people's eye and not mm. like use that particular part, that looking at a speck at your brother's eye. It is a negative outlook that can spoil our relationship with people because mm-hmm. I personally for me there are some people that I will see and I'll be like ah now wow well, this guy's never me coming to church too. I don't even think I think she's backsliding. The other day I saw with one guy like that's what I'll like the saying in my mind, do you get? Mm-hmm. Or like the suggestions rather that I'll be getting in my mind, do you get? Because mm-hmm. it really comes from a subtle ah. Now, what for this girl? Why she? Why has she not been in church? And I don't know that it's actually devil that is putting that thought inside my mind. Mm. And me now, I'll now accept it because I've been used to that negative outlook mm. and I've been thinking that's the way that things are supposed to go, which is not the way things are supposed to go. I'll now accept it. My mother, I'm like, ah, it's true. <laughs> I think she's doing only one boy. I actually have one boyfriend like that. Maybe she's doing backslide instead. That kind of thing. Do you get? So it's a negative outlook that I've had concerning that person. Mm-hmm. And general, like personally speaking, it's number one will help with like your relationship with that person physically. And number two, it's also helping you as a believer to obey that commandment in the Bible that said that we should love others as much as mm-hmm. like we love ourselves. Do you get? Because yeah. you'll be looking at them as if they are dirty people as if they are they are demons they are sinners yes. <laughs> you get it mm-hmm. will now even like open the door of other like sins yeah. like gossip Lost. strife like mm-hmm. biting hatred malice you get because mm-hmm. you're looking at that negative like aspect of that person and meanwhile mm-hmm. we know that deep down we ourselves that's why that later part of the Verses that, and we were not seeing the old look in our eyes. Mm, to show you yeah. that all of us, we are on the same level. We are all on the same level. It's just by the grace of God, God the yeah. free gift of Jesus Christ. I think there's a verse that talks about that, talking about how it's not by our works, but it was the free mm-hmm. gift of God. So it's just for you to look into that and to yeah. like this. I've said to. Just for you to know that it's not about ourselves. That person mm-hmm. that is struggling through something, if you're in that person's position, you also be going through that same thing. Do you understand? It's just because yeah. of grace. And us, God has just helped us through our growth stages to just teach us and carry us through different levels so that we won't fall into those things that these people are falling into. Because if they have like the knowledge that we have now, like they won't be in that position definitely they'll see the truth and they'll really know ah, this is not the way to go so that's just it and i i, I believe so much because like i'm somebody that <laughs> like right now in my life i'm just looking for like i'm always looking like for tactics that the devil mm. is trying to play on our minds because hey. they are so much mm. they are so so much for like the past months 
like for the past like two months till now god has mm. been exposing a lot of tactics that enemy has been doing in our minds and when i've been mm. receiving them goosebumps have been all over my body i'm like oh my goodness hey. i can't believe it to show you like how sneaky this devil is i'm not yet hey. to praise him or anything like that hey. but for us to know who are dealing with Mm. So that we we'll put on our armor, armor well, and we we'll tighten our belt, and we we'll stand well, so that whatever Jesus. thing that is throwing at us, it will mm. backfire. Do you understand? Mm. Because he's very, very sneaky. Like the Bible said that he masks as the angel of light. So Jesus. there is a lot of things, a lot of, mm. lot of things. And this particular part I'm talking about, like the negative outlook, is something that the Holy Spirit revealed to me. I think through that Joyce Meyer's book, Battlefield of the Mind, because I mm. never. I just, I'm sure this thing is so common. It's so, so common because I think I can be on the bus, like, I, <laughs> because it's so common. Like, if you go to, okay, let me use saloon. I think saloon is the most, most common thing. If you go to the saloon, you hear women talking about other people, both men and both women. And that mm. is not right because, like what I said, it opens a lot of doors for other operations of the enemy, like strife, mm. gossip, hatred, and all those things. So mm. I'm just saying so that our eyes can be open to it. Okay. And next, when you see that person and you want to be like, oh, this person is too much, or oh, this person is not doing this person, not doing, or you're even trying to speak out on it, might even be what the person is wearing, though. Know? <laughs> yeah. Because I know I've personally done that. I'll be like, ah. Why did they wear this thing? It's not even fine. That kind of thing. So I'm just saying it so that we don't like give it to these little little like compromises or like these little little things that will eventually yeah. the sins and the like negative outlook. Yeah. So God help us all in Jesus' name. Amen. Pesha, Amen. you've spoken so well. Like, thank you so much for taking your time to eat explain to my listeners thank you so much i really appreciate you guys i'm so happy i brought you guys here i can't even lie in fact you've mm-hmm. stolen all the words from my mouth i have so much like you guys have said everything and i think yeah. we've actually come to the end of this part one because uh-huh. we're going to have a part two where we'll be talking more on twisted narratives on um christian lifestyles on the way christians portray christianity and how there's there have been so many twisted narratives right Mm. we'll be talking about that but all in all let's just remember that when you read a bible verse always speak to the holy spirit the holy spirit is a free Mm -hmm. gift from god tell the holy spirit to like a very does she before she even talks she, she tells you holy spirit speak through me, through me. <laughs> talking to the holy spirit speak through her that's the same way if you want to read the bible holy spirit interpret this to me the right way that's don't true. go around with wrong and twisted narratives of what the bible says so that mm. you don't fall victim of um you, so that you don't become someone who shares number one shares the wrong gospel or who lives by wrong standards. Mm. So, um, please always talk to the Holy Spirit whenever you are reading um, the Bible. So, Eberi got disconnected. I don't know if you'll be joining, but we have to go now. The next episode will not be the part two because I already have plans for the next episode. But the episode after the next episode will be the part two of 
twisted narratives so our next episode i don't want to announce it yet because yes because i've not found the the right guests yet but you will have something to do it will be a very funny episode if it works out so but um for now just buckle your um buckle yourselves and just get ready for a ride on our next episode and i pray that the guests i plan to invite will actually come because it will be fun thank you so much special and even though a berry is gone thank you a berry i really appreciate you guys so much god bless you for coming and spending in fact i thought this episode was going to be like 20 minutes max but you guys really took out your time this is almost one hour and you took yeah. out your time to explain to my listeners god bless you and mm-hmm. um if you're still listening to this point i want you to know that you have stayed and you have learned thank you so much for staying up to this point i love you so much i and love you don't forget <laughs> to keep engaging on my podcast um i wanted to be doing this thing where you guys say your socials but um i think i would find a way to i would do that on my instagram page you guys can follow um i'll tag them on our instagram page it is the ybn podcast no underscore nothing nothing just the ybn podcast t-h-e-y-b-n-p-o-d-c-a-s-t all in um lower in all in small letters so just please follow us on instagram and god bless you so until next time see you have a great day bye. kisses bye, bye.